Welcome back to Source Code, Decipher's weekly security news roundup podcast with further analysis from our sources. The public disclosure of the critical flaw in the Apache Log4j logging library has left security teams scrambling to apply fixes all throughout the week, especially as exploitation attempts against the flaw started to spike on Friday. Log4j is a tool developed by the Apache Software Foundation that helps programmers output log statements. The Java logging library is used widely by millions of third-party enterprise applications, cloud services, and manufacturers, including Apple, Twitter, and Tesla. Checkpoint researcher earlier this week said they have witnessed attempted exploits on over 40% of corporate networks globally, with over 46% of those attempts being made by known malicious groups. While in the beginning, researchers observed attackers targeting the flaw to install cryptocurrency mining malware, more recently, researchers with Microsoft and Mandiant have also pointed to multiple nation-state activity groups exploiting the flaw. The groups originate from China, Iran, North Korea, and Turkey. Claire Tills, senior research engineer with Tenable, explains the long-term implications of the Log4j flaw. It's... And this happens a lot in cybersecurity. It's the sort of the more things change, the more they say the same uh, sort of situation. And Log4j has really been kind of a microcosm of everything we see on smaller scales, just blown up to, you know, an 11 out of 10 on the on the Richter scale of, um, you know, we saw the traditional exploit pattern of um, it coming out, it becoming publicly aware more than most other zero days we see, but it, it entering the public awareness and then coin miners and botnets immediately jump on it. That's how it always goes. And then the ransomware operators jump on it and then the nation states. So it really followed this traditional pattern on just a much bigger scale than we've seen in certain situations in the past. Um, what I'm really looking for is seeing what the next, you know, four to six months look like, because this really has the potential to have one of the longer tails we've seen for a vulnerability like this because of how fundamental and ubiquitous this functionality is and how much open source library reuse there is. I expect we're going to first see a lot of vendors continually patching as they find more and more of their products using this vulnerable uh, function. And then organizations that either through their own integration of the library or through third-party exposure having breaches occur because of the long tail of this vulnerability. Um, and that's that's going to be interesting to see. The other factor that I think will be interesting to watch in the next six months is what other people find. Because Whenever something hits the news this big, it, you know, retunes the attention of security researchers. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the next six months we see more vulnerabilities disclosed in um, Log4j because nothing, nothing gets researchers going like a crazy news cycle like the one we just saw. 
In other vulnerability news this week, Microsoft released its Patch Tuesday security fixes, which addressed a spoofing vulnerability in Windows AppX installer that was being actively exploited by attackers. These attackers were attempting to exploit the vulnerability by using specially crafted packages that downloaded the Emotet, TrickBot, and Baza Loader malware families. The flaw, which has been previously publicly disclosed, allows bad actors to craft malicious attachments that they can then use in phishing campaigns by convincing an email recipient to open the attachment. Dustin Childs, with Trend Micro Zero Day Initiative, talked about the biggest takeaways from this week's Patch Tuesday. Well, the first takeaway is that Emotet is still around. Uh, Microsoft released a patch for the Windows AppX installer that is currently being used uh, in the wild by Emotet and the TrickBot family. So that's the first takeaway is that that's under active attack and uh, it's still looking like that. The second thing is there's several patches this month that require a little bit more than just turning on automatic updates to install. Uh, for example, one of the most severe affects the Microsoft 4K wireless display adapter. And to get that patched, you need to download the app uh, and then go to uh, update and security section uh, just to get to the firmware update. Uh, so things like that might not affect enterprises a lot, but if you have those types of devices in your enterprise, it's going to be hard to track them down. Uh, the other interesting thing I saw from this month's patch was uh, a bug in the Internet Storage Name Service server, which uh, is ISNS, and maybe a lot of people are not familiar with it, but if you run a storage area network, you pretty much have to use ISNS. Uh, and this is another very severe, it's a CVSS 9.8 bug that was fixed. So if you have one of these, uh, you definitely uh, need to take the time to look at it, get it tested and rolled out, because it could allow remote code execution essentially through uh, all of your storage, which really could create havoc uh, for people who run a SAM. Google and Apple also released security patches this week that fix various vulnerabilities. Thanks for listening in to this week's Source Code Podcast. While you were hacking the planet.